Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda Williams. And if this is your first time tuning into Reiki Radio, I welcome you to our community. This is a podcast that airs every week. And if you miss any of the episodes, you can always go back in the archives. You can tune in at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reiki Radio. Or you can also subscribe to the free podcast through iTunes, which is listed under Reiki Radio. And for those of you who have like, you know, an iPhone, you can do the podcast app and access the show and all of the recordings from there. So just want to get that out of the way because I do get a lot of questions about how to access old shows and that way it makes it very easy for you. So I am so happy to be here with you today. We are getting closer and closer to the new year. And, you know, at the end of every year, quite honestly, I get really excited (laughs) because every year um, brings opportunity for our learning and our growth. And part of this is psychological, right? Because every time a new year begins, we go into a space of feeling like we're getting a fresh start or a new beginning, or we have this sense of like this um, uh, restart button that happens at the new year. And so we go into it with like, oh goodness, okay, I made it through this year. I can't wait to see what the next year has in store. And then we go through our process of learning and our cycles of growth and our transformation whatever the year has in store for us. And by the time we reach the end again, we're like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad this year made it through. I learned, I grew and whatever the case may be. And we're back again in a new cycle, excited to start again. So I am personally very excited for the new year. And um, I did mention this before, I guess it was about a week ago now, I taught a class um, called Planting Your Seeds for 2016. And it was a class where we look at what you are holding on to energetically in the different areas of your life, specific to your relationship, your career, your health, and your soul evolution, which really is about your personal growth and transformation. And in that class, I walk you through the process of looking at what it is you want to create and what you want to experience in the year ahead. But it starts with looking at what you're holding on to energetically in each of those areas now so that you can have an understanding around what may be blocking you or what may be in the way. And then, of course, you know, I guide you through a process of transforming your energy so that you can then plant new seeds and set new intentions for the year ahead. So that class was recorded, but we still have time before the new year hits. So if you do want to plan and look at what your energy is before going into the new year, you can still access the recording of that Um, particular event. So if you go to my website, yuchi.com, that's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, you can access more information about that. Now, last week um, on our show, we had a special guest. Her name was Sally Friedman, 
and she is a good friend of mine. Um, she lives in New York, but she and I met at a Oracle card reading event in Los Angeles about maybe it was four or five years ago now. I, it was quite some time ago. And Sally is a professor, but she also loves color. And she recently wrote a book called 52 Quotes to Color Your Weeks. And she shared some information with us about color and how we can work with color to not only understand ourselves, but understand our perspectives just in everyday life. So if you missed that show, I do recommend going back. It was really interesting. And again, I am thankful for Sally coming on to share with us. Um, one more thing I wanted to share with you before we get into today's topic is I did send out the email for the light activation meditation. So for everyone who had a light activation so far, you received a email with um, access to the light activation meditation. And the reason I put that together for all of you is because it's really about supporting your continued transformation. You know, I've talked about this on the show before too, but when we sign up to do this work for ourselves and when we start this, you know, spiritual journey or this path of self-connection or understanding and wanting to really connect with our purpose and our path and, you know, who and what we are, we open the door to heightened transformation and we become more aware of our transformation as it is occurring. So it can be intense for some people because you step into a new awareness. You're no longer oblivious and just kind of like um, existing and going through the motions of life. You become an active participant and very aware of how you are showing up and how things are influencing you and how you are influencing and shaping your life. But on top of that, when you do something like the light activation, it is um, clearing your chakra energy, clearing out things that you're holding on to in your auric field that are no longer serving you, but also activating your third eye energy and helping you move into a higher level of awareness or higher levels of consciousness. So people realize or notice that they do become more self-aware and they do gain um, a sense of clarity. But in that, again, you're peeling back the layers of your stuff. It's all part of your process of transformation and it's ongoing. So the light activation meditation was created as a way to support you in your ongoing process of transformation. So check your email. Hopefully you all received that. And for anyone who does a light activation moving forward, you will also have access to that meditation. Now today, what I wanted to talk to all of you about is trusting your technique. Um, because this is Reiki Radio, obviously, I get a lot of questions about trusting your technique and trusting your ability. But at the end of the day, this message is for everyone because it really comes down to trusting yourself. No matter what your job or your occupation is, or no matter what you are exploring or trying in your life, 
trusting your technique is really coming down to trusting yourself. So the first thing I wanted to talk to you about with this is our expectation. Especially when it comes to, you know, like our sessions, whether you do Reiki or a different modality or intuitive work, a lot of times we as practitioners go into it with an expectation or we have an attachment to the outcome. We are really um, tied to wanting the person to have a particular type of experience or hoping that they feel you know, the energy moving through them or that they get whatever it is that they are hoping to receive. But I want you to stop and think about first that it's your expectation, not necessarily theirs. And regardless of what your expectation may be or even what their expectation may be, when it comes to a technique like Reiki or even with intuitive readings, people are going to get whatever it is they are ready to receive in the moment of their session. So especially for those of you who are um, Reiki practitioners, I want to say at the forefront, you just want to show up holding loving space. You are a conduit of this beautiful energy and you've signed up to hold loving space for the person supporting their own transformation, their transformation of energy. So if we show up in gratitude that we can just be a part of that for someone, that in itself kind of um, moves us out of that space of fear and doubt and worry. Because it's not about what we want for them. They have shown up for you for a reason. Anyone that you are allowed to do a session for, they are working with you directly for a reason. There are no mistakes. And we have energetic contracts and agreements with each other. And every person in your life has shown up in your life for a reason. We learn and grow from each other. We learn and grow in exchange. And Again, in these types of sessions, people will receive whatever it is they are ready for in the moment of the session itself. And we're going to talk a little more about their process of transformation um, a little later. But one of the things I wanted to talk about before that is, of course, practice. Part of what is going to help you trust your technique and help you to learn to trust yourself is to practice. Again, it doesn't matter what you do. Practice is going to help build your confidence. The more time and dedication you put into whatever it is you are trying to learn, the better your results will be. Now, one of the things um, that is very important for all of us is also to work on yourself. <laughs> you know, um, in this realm of energy work, we spend so much time working on other people and holding space for other people. And in that, a lot of times, we may not feel like working on ourselves at the end of the day. But it really does start there. 
working on yourself is so essential because just like the people that you are doing the work for, you also have layers of conditioning and old stories and old agreements, old energies that are no longer serving you where you are today and old energies that are waiting for healing and transformation and release. Now what happens in this process of you working on yourself is you also start to release your doubt, your fear, and your worry about different aspects of your life. And ultimately, this is going to boost your confidence because you reconnect even more, you know, on a deeper level with who you are. You start to see yourself and you get into a place of being able to not only recognize what you're capable of, but taking ownership of it. There's layers to this. It's ongoing. So, you know, even thinking about this, a lot of people who do this work tend to have some energies to work through when it comes to just owning and claiming what they are able to do. So if you, for example, do a Reiki session for someone, and then while you're in the session or after the session, you're wondering if you did it correctly or if it could have been better, all of this noise, all of this self-doubt, there's a reason you are carrying those energies and it goes deeper than the technique itself. It's about you and your experience and your level of confidence. So what is in your space? What is the origin of that doubt? What have you experienced in life or what was ever said to you that makes you question your ability with anything? What is the underlying energy beneath the fear of putting yourself out there or the fear of being wrong? Where does that stem from? So again, I point this out, one, to get you thinking, if those are energies that you're holding on to, but also for all of us to understand that there are layers to our healing and our transformation. And this is also a really good point because not only as practitioners do we need to work on our stuff, but when people show up for sessions, they may need to go through a process of unlayering as well. So it would be beneficial for them to have you know, multiple sessions to continue the work. But you can also talk to them about observing their self, observing their own thoughts, their own feelings, their beliefs. Because once we initiate this movement of energy, our stuff will come to the surface. It comes up to come out. And it's just a matter of how we deal with it. Now, I have to tell you, um, this recently came up in my own personal life, and I am constantly working on myself. I mean, I've been working on my energy for years now, and 
throughout the process, there are times where, you know, things will come up and it's very easy. You know, it's kind of subtle, like, oh, okay, that's coming up. I'm holding on to this. I can change my perspective around it, work on my energy around it. It's no big deal. But then there are those other times where we really get to the root and strike a nerve. And it's something that we've been holding on to for so long. And we finally tap into that energy and come face to face what, with what we are holding on to. And it can be really hard to deal with in the moment. So this recently happened to me. I um, have been working on my energy, you know, like I said, but also I have set an intention over the last week or so when I go to bed at night and I ask that my energy be worked on while I'm sleeping as well. So something recently came up um, in this process that triggered some old emotion and some old energy that I had been holding on to for at least 20 years. But it was one of those things that, you know, we push aside and we keep going and we just don't acknowledge it in the moment of it happening. So here I am holding on to this old energy from 20 years ago. And what I realized is what I was holding on to was this energy of guilt. And the guilt, quite honestly, once I looked at it, it had nothing to do with me personally. I was holding the energy of other people, the decisions that they had made, and it just, what I was holding, it just wasn't mine, is what the bottom line is. And we tend to do this a lot. So a lot of times, which is a very common one, is our parents. A lot of us hold on to energies from our parents that aren't ours. So like our parents, whatever their fears and their doubts and their worries were, they pass that stuff on to us, whether in teaching us, telling us certain things, or just because of our energetic ties with them. We even have ancestral energies that we're holding on to. The layers go deep. <laughs> and that's exactly why this is an ongoing process. But how this ties into trusting yourself and trusting your technique. So with my example, once I was able to look at this energy of guilt that I was holding on to, and I started working through that and transforming and releasing that energy, it made my space lighter. So I want you to just think about that for a second. All of the different things that we're holding on to, our past experiences, old emotions, old feelings, energies from other people, imagine the weight of that and how much all of that is restricting clear view of who you really are. And as you do this work of transforming your energy and releasing those layers and working through those layers, your vision and understanding of who you are and what you're able to do becomes clearer and clearer. You move into a space of 
clarity and heightened awareness. And again, it keeps going. So if you do, um, you know, energy work or something, any, any technique, whether you are the person having it done to you or you are the practitioner, you may find that you work through a certain level of something. You realize that you're holding a certain energy in your space and then you work through that layer and you feel lighter in the moment. And you're like, oh, that was great. I didn't realize I was holding on to that. Now I feel so much better. And then time goes on and then something else comes up that you have been holding on to. Or you have an experience or an exchange with another person that triggers old energies that you have been holding on to. And you may think, I thought that I had already worked all this out. I don't understand. It's like I moved backwards. No, you didn't move backwards. There are layers. So I say this to say, be thankful for your process of transformation, especially in the times where you reveal what you are holding on to, especially the things that may be challenging to deal with in the moment. If you can pause and look and understand that this is an opportunity for you to release yet another layer of stuff that is no longer serving you, that if you take the time to really transform and heal, forgive, whatever you need to do with this energy, to move above it and beyond it, it's helping you to move closer to trusting and knowing who you are. And yes, all of this ties back into you trusting your technique. Because it's not just about the technique itself. It's about your ability to trust yourself. And again, it doesn't matter what this is related to. It could be trusting yourself in relationship. It could be trusting yourself as a dentist. Whatever it is your career is. Trusting yourself as a parent. Now... I'm going to come back to Reiki just for a second because this is really what prompted all of this. Now, when we do work on other people, I know a lot of practitioners have, you know, like this pressure on themselves to see or know what's going on with the client. Now, one tip I want to give you is don't pressure yourself or put too much um expectation on yourself to be able to see. Just allow yourself to relax into the process and to observe. I believe I did a whole show about this and you can look back in the archives, although I don't know what it was called. But when we take that expectation away and just allow ourselves to show up holding loving space setting a clear intention that the person that we're working on receive in the highest and best for them 
And we personally don't try to dictate what is in the highest and best for them, but we allow the process to unfold and we allow ourselves to just observe and be a witness to their transformation. That's when everything becomes very clear because you're stepping outside of your noise, your expectation. You are just allowing. Now, another thing I always recommend when it comes to learning how to trust your techniques specifically is to ask um, questions before and after the session. So if you are going to have a session with uh, someone, you want to ask them questions ahead of time so that you can get clarity around the mind-body connection. Now, we've talked about this on the show before too, but there is a very um, tight connection between our energy and our physicality. The two are not separated. So for an example, if someone comes to see you for a Reiki session and you ask them what they would like to focus on, what's going on for them, do they have any physical pain, you will learn a lot from that. So if someone tells you that they have been dealing with um, a lot of financial stress, for example, if they have some financial stress and then you are working on them in the session and you notice that there is a lot of um, biosin or a block or a pull towards their root chakra, that will help you to understand why you are feeling that disharmony in their energy at their root chakra. Because of their fear around financial stability. And in this, it helps you to understand how you personally translate energy. When you know what's going on with them and then you go into the session, it helps you to understand what it is that you are feeling and sensing while you are in the session. And the same is true for when you ask questions after the session is over. So once the session is over, you can ask someone what came up for them. And if they say to you, you know, oh, I feel lighter. I felt some movement like beneath my rib cage you know, okay, well, they had some movement in their solar plexus area. And perhaps while you were in the session, you got a sense or a knowing that they were feeling insecure about something. So getting their feedback afterward, afterwards would then validate for you what came up for you. So again, that conversation helps you learn to understand what it is you are personally seeing or sensing when you're doing work for other people. Now, one of the things I always point out, and I want to say it again now, is be sure that you release any energy around comparison or comp competition. You really want to honor your own gifts. You know, it's very common for people when we are doing any technique, really. I mean, it's not just Reiki or energy healing. It could be no matter, again, what your career is or what you're doing. A lot of times we have the tendency to compare ourselves to other people and use that as our gauge of how well we are doing. 
Well, the truth is, we all have our own gifts and talents. And if you're so focused on what someone else is doing and how well they can do it, you completely miss what it is that you have an opportunity to strengthen within yourself. You have gifts and you have natural abilities that will reveal themselves to you as you continue to practice. And if you give yourself an opportunity to witness what it is that just seems to be natural to you or what you're able to do, you can hone and strengthen whatever that gift may be. So for example, you know, um, people who are more clairvoyant, they're, oh, actually I'll give you this example. I had a Reiki class um, last month and one of the students was very clairvoyant. They could see energy, it was very easy for them. Then there was another student who was more clairsentient. They were able to feel everything energetically. So when we were in class and we're sharing what came up while they were practicing Reiki, the one who could see was very, you know, curious about the person who could feel. And they felt like, hey, you're so lucky. I want to feel stuff. And the person that could feel felt the same of the person who could see. Like, oh, you're so lucky. How come I don't see stuff? And I had to remind both of them, you are perceiving energy in the way that is most, um, I would say, easy for you in connection to your personal gift. So I had to remind the person who was able to feel to acknowledge what they were feeling and to hone in on that so that they could learn how to translate what they were feeling. And I had to remind the person who could see to acknowledge what they were seeing so that they could learn how to translate and interpret the images that were coming through for them. So acknowledge your gifts. Acknowledge how you see and perceive and receive information. Work on your strengths. Now, um, The last thing I want to say about this really with the doing the energy work at the end of the sessions, you know, it really comes down to trusting again that the person receives in the highest and best way for them. So you do want to release attachment to outcome. And when you let go of that expectation, it really does help you to move into a space of just trusting your technique because you're not attached to how things are going to turn out. You're just focused in on what you are doing while you are doing it, being very present and aware during the session. And you know, it's really interesting. I, you know, people come in for sessions and just like I, a moment ago, I was talking about the unlayering and how we go through a process of transformation. It's ongoing. The same is true for your clients. So if they come in for one session, they have worked through, you know, a layer of energy, but the process for them will also be ongoing. So you do want to remind people 
that their energy will still be moving through them even, this, even after their session has ended. So let them know to be mindful of their thoughts and their feelings and their beliefs even days after the session to observe what comes up for them and their own process of transformation. And the truth is that you may not ever know how their process turns out, but it's not about you. It's about them. It's their journey. You are just fortunate enough to be able to hold space for them during, you know, the length of your session while they are going through the process. But let go of that attachment, feeling like you are responsible for how their transformation occurs because it's up to each one of us individually to work on our own transformation consistently. So whether you are a practitioner or you are a person who is receiving, you know, Reiki or readings or whatever your career is or what you're doing in your life, doing the work on you and coming to a place of trusting yourself, just trusting your own inner guidance, seeing who you are and really being able to claim your ability that is going to help you trust your technique. So I hope that that is helpful for you. And always, you know, I always tell you, feel free to email me. If you have any questions that come up after the show, you can always contact me through my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. And while you're there, you want to be sure to sign up for my newsletter, that way you get free access to my Creating with the Moon and Stars workbook to help you learn how to connect with the energy of all of the signs throughout the year, throughout 2016. And it also gives you some tips of how to learn how to create and manifest more consciously. But before we go, um, I wanted to let you all know again, because I believe it's only two two weeks away before the Intuitive Mastery class starts. And the Intuitive Mastery course is online. It's 12 weeks where we meet once a week for two hours each week. And this is actually one of my most popular classes and people, um, they love it because it really does help you not only learn how to connect with your intuition, you also learn how to read for other people, but more importantly, you are working through your stuff throughout the class, learning how to read yourself intuitively and learning how to transform your energy. And in the process of the 12 weeks, it's helping you to become a clearer conduit, a clearer channel in how to access your intuitive gifts with more clarity and awareness. So there's still um, some room left in that class. If you want to sign up, be sure to sign up today. You can do that through my website, which is uchi.com, and I would love to see you there. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful week, and remember to always journey in love. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 